everyone, and welcome to episode two of Verbal Processing Unit. My name is Jeremy Coggins, and I'm a youth pastor who also dabbles in tech, games, music, and really anything that piques my interest. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm glad you guys came back to hear me verbally process what is going on in my brain. Um, had a lot of things going on lately. Yesterday, I was at the dentist's office getting periodontal work done. I discovered in November that I have periodontal disease, uh, and we caught it just in time. I don't need any major surgery. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of bone loss, not enough to need any kind of special procedures done, except for just having the plaque cleaned in between my gums and my teeth. So I had that done yesterday, which is interesting. Uh, I came home, I was rather sore. I'm a little sore from it today. Got a lot of uh, things that I'm taking for right now, but I'm doing pretty good. Uh, today I had some stuff for the youth ministry to do. I was getting, someone was... Uh, generous enough to donate some curriculum to the church, which has been great. And I've been dealing with snow most of the morning. We've had snow and ice pretty much all week. So I finally get a chance to get out and uh, get that taken care of. So my wife doesn't have to worry about slipping and falling as she goes out to the car to go to work. That's just a little bit about what's going on with me. Today, I want to talk about something that I have been working on since the beginning of the year, and that is slowly getting rid of my Yahoo account. Um, I have had a Yahoo email address since sophomore, freshman year of high school. Um, so I've had this, I've had this email account for over a decade, and this has been my main email account. For this entire time. What I mean by that is if I make an account anywhere, that was the address that I used to register it. All of my email was funneled to this email address. All, all my contacts, everything was going to this email address. So I get a new phone, I get anything. All I have to do is log in with my Yahoo email address. I'd have all my contacts, I'd have all my emails, everything was going there. And it was going great. Uh, at the time when I made my email address, Yahoo was the was the email to get. They were a big company. Uh, they had a great email service. In fact, I barely saw any spam in my folder uh, in in my email because their spam filter worked so well. Well, what happened is in the last month in December and well, earlier this year, uh, we have discovered, or we, not me, but it has been discovered that Yahoo has had two major breaches uh, where personal data has been stolen. Um, they discovered one back in September. Uh, they had discovered it, Yahoo had discovered it on their own servers, and that this breach had happened two years ago. And this breach had was of 500 million email addresses. Okay, that's that's not great. Uh, I ended up changing my password because of that, but it's not that big of a deal. It's a little bit concerning that they didn't discover it for two years. Uh, so that information is just kind of out there in the world for two years without knowing about it. But that that it's a little bit understandable. Uh, 
people trying to hack into things is commonplace now. Um, and I'm confident in my security, my, my email and password security that that isn't a big deal to me. Then we get into December, or was it the end of November? Somewhere in there. And it, it comes out that there has been a second breach at Yahoo of 1 billion accounts or information for 1 billion accounts. And how this came about is even more disturbing than the first. Uh, the FBI uh, discovered some information that was posted uh, on a, a site somewhere and they looked at it and they noticed that it looked a lot like information that Yahoo would have. So they go to Yahoo and say, hey, we found this. Um, is this your information? And Yahoo says, oh, no, that that is definitely ours. And as it turns out, this particular breach happened three years ago. So in the period of about three months, we find out about two major security breaches at Yahoo that affects one and a half billion user accounts that they didn't know about for two or three years. Uh, it was this that I, I, because of this, I no longer trust Yahoo and I no longer trust them with my information nor to keep my information secure. So I decided then that I am going to change my email over to my Microsoft account. So eventually I'm going to completely get rid of my Yahoo email and I'm not going to use that as my main email address. So in my head, I went through the process of what this is going to be. And I, I knew from the get-go this was going to be a rather daunting process. So this is just a few of the things that I know I need to do. First of all, I need to go to all of my online accounts and change my email address from my Yahoo one to my Microsoft one. Uh, go through all of them. Uh, second thing I got to do is I got to go through the contacts that I have in my Yahoo account and transfer the ones that I want to keep. I was looking, I've got over 500 contacts in there and I know I don't use that many, but I need to go through and figure out which ones are still valid and transfer the ones that I want. Next, I have to inform all the contacts all of my contacts that I'm changing my email address. And remember, I've been telling people for years, this is my email address. Now I need to somehow get that information out to the people that I know. I'm no longer using that email address for my email. Uh, the fourth step is actually transferring my email. I can't just start clean because I've been not only using this email address for accounts, but I've been using this email address to pay for things. And I have a lot of serial numbers and information in it that I need to keep. So I need to take all the emails that are in this account and move them to my Microsoft account so I don't lose them when I eventually delete that account. Um, the fifth step is forwarding email. Now, this is really kind of an in-between kind of step, and this is something that I'll, I'll have run for a few months. Um, basically, what this will do with this, any new emails that come into my Yahoo account will be automatically forwarded to my Microsoft account. And this is just to make sure that I don't miss, haven't missed any uh, online accounts uh, that I haven't changed email addresses for. Um, 
any any uh, email chains, not email chains, but email subscriptions that I want to stay onto, I'll have a chance to either resubscribe or change the email address. Basically, it's just a way to trans transition off of one email address onto another and still get all the email that I need. And then finally, uh, after I do that for a period, I will finally delete my account. So I started at the beginning. That That is the process for getting rid of an email address, especially one with all the information on it that I need. So I started at the beginning. I, for the last couple weeks, I have been going through all of my online accounts and changing, changing the emails from my Yahoo account to my Microsoft account. And here at the beginning, I have been come, I have come up with so many problems. Uh, it, it's, it's been crazy. Uh, I spent, I know I spent three hours one night just transferring, just transferring stuff over. And I, I think I got through like maybe a fourth of my online identities. But here's some of the problems that I ran into. There are several sites that don't allow you to just change your email address on the site. Some of them make sense. I have several... Uh, accounts on gaming websites um, that they don't let you change your email address. And the reason for that is they don't want you to sell your account to somebody else. That's just something that's really common. You work you work to get a character up on level and then you go and you sell it to somebody who doesn't want to take the time to do it and they've already got a, a high up character with some good gear that they can go into multiplayer and just start doing that thing and doing really well without having to do any of the work. And so in order to combat that, they make it difficult to change your email address. Uh, so you can't just give it to somebody else. That makes sense. But sometimes it gets a little bit ridiculous. I had one site that when I asked them said, hey, I'd like to change my email address. They said, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to email us from your new email address. Uh, tell us the old email address that you have. Uh, you need to give your serial number. And then you also need to take a picture of your of a state-issued photo ID next to a newspaper with the current with the with today's date or with your open ticket in front of you. That's what they needed in order to change my email address. And that just ignores the fact that I have to ask them to change the email address in the first place. Now, that was a little bit ridiculous and I did it and it was okay. And that was a gaming website, so that makes a little bit more sense. But there are a surprising number of websites out there that don't allow you to change your email address. It's crazy. I can go in there and you look and change your email address and nope, this is the email address you have. Well, then I get the question, well, then I have to, I have to go, I have to find support. I have to find a support page and figure out how in the world I'm going to figure out how in the world I can change that. And some of them, you can't. Uh, one particular case, um, I, here, I'll, I'll pull up the email here. They, they said explicitly that email and age cannot be changed once it's been set. 
email, and age. So I, when I had this account a couple years ago, th apparently that's the age I'm always going to be. It is what, 22? I don't know. That's whenever I set this thing up. I can't change my age or my email address. And the only way that I can get use my new email address is just to create a new account. Uh, I, I, had, I even had one today that said that. And it's a place where I can purchase things. And that's something that's tied to your account. How it, it's, it's incredible to me that there are this many websites that you cannot easily change your email address. For this exact reason, if you have an email address that's compromised, you lose, a, you lose access to an email address, you just need to change. For a, There's so many reasons why you would need to change an email address on an online account. And there isn't a way to change it on many, many, many of these, these websites. Um, so, so many of them. And this is, this is the first problem. Uh, that I know I'm going to run into some others. For example, informing contacts that you th the perfect way to do this would be to use your old email address, uh, email everyone and say, hey, I am moving to this email address. Please don't use this old one anymore. Send anything new to this new email address. The only problem is Yahoo has very smartly anti-spam tools built into their their client so you can't email more than a certain number of of contacts. I'm not entirely sure what that number is, but I know that 554 contacts is too many. So, the problem is so the question is how do I contact all those all those people? Well, I either find a service that'll let me email 554 contacts for one time, one email that I need to send, or I need to figure out the exact number of contacts that Yahoo will let me send, and I just send it in batches over and over and over again. It's a, gonna whatever whatever it's gonna be. It's a slow, tedious process. Then there's transferring email. This this is actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, Microsoft has has a way to, built in that you can do that. I'm not entirely sure if it just links to it or if it actually imports it. That's that's part of the thing I'm gonna have to figure out. So going through this process, <laughs> it's been a it's been a it's been a learning curve, um, but it has. It has solidified in my mind er, the importance of being smart with how you manage your online identities and your online accounts. And so uh, here at the end, as I, as I wrap up here, I would like to share a few tips for what I found out works best when, or at least that'll help with if this situation ever comes up, being able to change email addresses. So the first tip, tip number one, don't use Yahoo. Um, if you trust Yahoo, that's great, but I, I don't trust Yahoo anymore, and I recommend not trusting them any, not 
if you don't have an email address with them, don't start one. Um, if you do have an email address with them, be watching stuff very closely. Yahoo is in the process of being bought by Verizon, and they've had these issues in the past. And I got to the point where I'm very uncertain with what my email is going to be. This is actually – I almost started this process a couple years ago when uh, Yahoo was really in dire straits and they are about ready to sell everything off. Um, but if you don't have an email address, don't use Yahoo. I recommend Microsoft. I know many people who recommend Google. Um, but make sure that you create your email address with a company that you know is going to be around for a long time. There are a lot of small side business email providers out there. And the problem is they could be bought up by somebody. They could go out of business. Um, and this is this email address is the center of your online identity, uh, your all your online accounts. So make sure it is in a place that is you know is going to be around for a long time. Um, Microsoft, I highly recommend, and I know Google's not going away anytime soon. So first tip, don't use Yahoo. Second tip is to use a password manager. Going through all of my online accounts would be incredibly difficult if I didn't have a password manager that had them all set up. So all I had to do is go through, figure out which ones had Yahoo in them, and go to those accounts, and change them. And the reason I was doing this is because I had a list in my password manager. I use LastPass. Um, it LastPass has uh, a utility for your phone that'll automatically put in. Basically, what it is, it's a way that you can store usernames and passwords. And they've got a lot of tools that will automatically input usernames and passwords into the fields when you go in. So you don't have to. You don't have to remember all of your information. As long as you get it stored once, LastPass will do that for you. And so the idea behind LastPass is the password for LastPass will be the last password you'll ever have to remember. So as long as you can remember LastPass, you've got access to all of your usernames and passwords. So this does a couple of things. One, it allows you to have a list of all the online identities you have with proper passwords. And those passwords can be unique to each each um, each identity that you have, each account that you have. Um, so I recommend LastPass. I know a lot of people talk about OnePass. Um, I, I prefer LastPass. If you... I recommend getting the getting the yearly subscription. It's only $12 for the year, and that gives you access to mobile and, and a bunch of other things. Um, they changed that, didn't they? Ah, anyway, I, I, I do, the, I do the, the year subscription. It's only $12. It's highly worth it. Um, but this leads me into my next tip, which is to follow... Um, standard password procedures and protocols. The reason that having information hijacked from Yahoo is a big deal is they may have access to usernames and passwords. 
Now, why that might be a big deal is what they do is they take that username and password combination and they take them to other sites to see if they can get access to accounts using that same information. And for a lot of people, they can because you typically use the same email address or the same username across websites. And you, for to make it easy to remember, you also use the same password. So what happens when you have breaches like this, they take that password and they can, they can guess what other accounts that you use and can gain access to them as well. So standard password protocol is make the passwords unique for each online account that you have. Um, you can make them unique and still be rememberable. Um, but the thing about what's beneficial about LastPass is you don't always have to remember. So what I do, I have a algorithm that I use. I have a standard uh, password that I use, which is really good in and of itself. And then I augment that with certain information about the website. So certain information about the website makes it into the password. And then I have that standard part of the password. So I look at a website and if I don't remember exactly what my password is, I can figure it out based on this little process that I have. So what happens is my, my password is unique for every online account that I have, and which makes it secure. So if, if I have a breach at one of these accounts, they get and they do get my email and my password, they won't be able to access any other online account that I have. So third tip, follow standard password uh, procedures and protocols. Uh, tip number four, have multiple email accounts. This is more along the lines of being able to easily move from one, from one to another. Um, if you've already got, if you have to transfer from, well, let's just go back. A couple years ago when Yahoo was having issues, I knew that... Um, at some point I may need to change email addresses. Uh, and so I disconnected Yahoo from some other major companies. So for a while, um, I was using my Yahoo address to be connected to Microsoft. And I realized if I lost access to my Yahoo account, I would lose access to my Microsoft account as well. So I disconnected Yahoo from it and I made my own email, my own Microsoft email account. And then I did the same thing with Google. And this allowed me to make sure that in some way I will have an email account that works, whether it's with Yahoo or Google or Microsoft, I will have an email account that I'll be able to access, transfer things over, and be able to contact people. So this isn't, some people may not need three email accounts like I have, but I feel it's good to have a backup in case something goes wrong. The last tip that I have is to use two-factor authentication. This is a thing that kind of gets around the whole unique password thing. Now, you should still have a unique password for every account that you have. But two-factor authentication is a way to make it any more secure. And the basic definition, it is a second type of code to authenticate that you are the owner of your account. So the 
The first type of authentication is your password. And then the second type of authentication is whatever this is. So there are several different types of two-factor authentication. Uh, one is uh, sending an email to your, ad to your email address with a code. Okay, so you use your username, password, they send you an email, you go to your email address, you find that code, you copy paste it in there, and then you can access your account. Another type is, is text messaging. Um, this works the same way. So you set up with your phone, you use your username and password, they send you a text, you get the code from your text message, and you put that in, and then you're able to get your account. Another way is to use a, an authenticator app most and every most people, uh, most security experts recommend this because text messaging can be insecure, uh, and no one else would be able to read the text message on your phone, uh, even if they were able to get access to the internet. It's completely encrypted from end to end, so you can so. But it works kind of the same way. They they say, hey, get the code from your app. You go to the app, you look at the code, uh, you put it in, and it works. Uh, Google and Microsoft have an, have another way that works even simpler, and it's actually just a. Uh, uh, you connect your phone with your account, and when you need to, when you have a new login, and instead of asking for a code, there's just a prompt on your phone that says, "Hey, did you try to sign in here?" There's a you you're able to match them with what's on the screen, hit approve or yes, and you're in. But what this does is it makes it so that if somebody did get your email address and password or username and password, they cannot sign in without having access either to your email address or your phone. And if you're like me, your phone stays on you all the time. So unless they have physical access to you, they will not be able to access your account. So if someone can get my Facebook username and password, try to log in from California, then it'll give them a code and say, hey, um, put in this code, then we'll give you access. Uh, if they don't have my phone, they won't be able to access my account. So it is a way to give extra security to protect you from breaches at other companies. So fifth tip that I have is use two-factor authentication. This, this whole thing has been something that's been on my brain for quite a while, and I'm glad to kind of be getting through it, and it's working out well. I've, I've got about five accounts that I still need to transfer over, but for the most part, I am done and I'm getting ready to deal with my contacts, which may be something I'll talk about later as I'm having issues with Android and syncing contacts, but that may be a topic for another time. I want to thank you guys for uh, coming and listening to me verbally process some of the stuff that's going on in my life. It's been kind of crazy. Um, if you want to follow me, you can any any place you can find me. At, just go to jeremycoggins.com, J-E-R-E-M-Y-C-O-G-G-I-N-S.com, and you can find any information about me there. Uh, thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.